Christ was willing to be betrayed and delivered into the hands of sinful men to suffer death upon the cross. Through the same Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Have you ever had one of those uh, experiences that came up in life where you were so surprised or so shocked or so blown away that you didn't know what to say? That you couldn't find the words, you just... It, but one of those situations where where you just couldn't think of anything that you needed to say. You know, nothing would come out, nothing came to mind. You were just speechless. I think we've all had those kinds of things. And it's kind of frustrating because you know you want to say something and there's something there and it, it just won't come to mind. Well, there's going to be another one of those. Someday when we find ourselves standing before God and we think about our lives, God won't even have to say anything, but we'll stand there and we'll think about our lives and we'll think about the places where we messed up and the opportunities that we missed to do something and the things that we said wrong, the things we did wrong, the, the ways we hurt other people, the ways we hurt ourselves, and we're going to be stand there like we got our we got caught with our hand in a cookie jar, and there won't be anything to say. We'll be speechless because somewhere in our deepest self, we're going to know that nothing I say is going to make a difference. That nothing I say will in any way justify myself or what I've done or not done so there's no point in saying anything there just won't be any words and the only thing we're going to be able to do is listen and if God were to speak at a time like that they would be words of judgment. But tonight we're going to hear something different. We're going to listen tonight to the words of Jesus. And we're going to hear things come from his mouth that, that express the real heartache that he feels for his mom. And that show the, the level of physical suffering that he was going through or the sense of abandonment that he felt by his father. But then we're also going to hear in the midst of all his suffering, in the midst of his anguish, we're going to hear him say things like, Father, forgive them. They don't really know what they're doing. We're going to hear him say, 
today you'll be with me in paradise. <coughs> kind of like, Father, this one's with me. In the midst of all that suffering and our speechlessness, we'll hear Jesus saying how much he loves us and how much he cares about us and how much he wants us to be a part of his Father's kingdom. And so tonight we focus on the words of Christ. And I invite you to sit and listen and listen for what Jesus is feeling. Listen for his suffering. Listen for his love. And in each case, when you have the opportunity to spend a little bit of time in meditation, to take advantage of that and think about what it means for your life and for your eternity to have someone speak for you when there just aren't any words. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. The first word is from Luke chapter 23, verses 32 through 35. 
two others who were criminals were led away to be put to death with him. And when they came to the place that is called the skull, there they crucified him and the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And they cast lots to divide his garments, and the people stood by watching. But the ruler scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself, if he is the Christ of God, his chosen one. from Luke 23, verses 39 through 43. One of the criminals who were hanged railed at him, saying, Are you not the Christ? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed justly, for we are receiving the due reward of our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. And he said, Jesus... Remember me when you come into your kingdom. And he said to him, Truly I say to you, today you will be with me in paradise.
Woman, behold your son, behold your mother. The third word is from John chapter 19, verses 19 through 27. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the king of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription for the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city. And it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priest of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather, This man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scripture which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldiers did these things, but standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her to his own home. have you forsaken me? The fourth word is from Mark chapter 15, verses 33 through 36. And when the sixth hour had come, there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at that ninth hour, Jesus cried with a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of the bystanders hearing it said, Behold, he is calling Elijah. And someone ran and filled a sponge with sour wine and put it on a reed, gave it to him to drink, saying, Wait, let us see whether Elijah will come to take him down.
I thirst. The fifth word is from John chapter 19, verses 28 and 29. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said, to fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there, so they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth. is finished. The sixth word is from John 19:30. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, "It is finished," and he bowed his head and gave up his spirit.
Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. The seventh word is from the 23rd chapter of Luke, verses 44 through 49. It was now about the sixth hour, and there was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour, while the sun's light failed, and the curtain of the temple was torn in two. Then Jesus, calling out with a loud voice, said, Father, into your hands I commit my spirit. And having said this, he breathed his last. Now when the centurion saw what had taken place, he praised God, saying, Certainly this man was innocent. And all the crowds that had assembled for this spectacle, when they saw what had taken place, returned home beating their breasts. And all his acquaintances and the women who had followed him from Galilee stood at a distance watching these things. face shine on you, be gracious to you, and the Lord look upon you with favor and fill your hearts with his peace. Lord, 
Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Were you there when they nailed him to the tree? Were you there when they 